Hello and welcome to Ladies of LifeSite. I'm your host, Stella Moore. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode where we will be discussing homeschooling. Today I am joined by Jade Nikolai. Jade is joining us from Wisconsin where she and her husband live with their 13 kids. Jade has homeschooled every single one of her children, so she has a ton of experience. In fact, two years ago, Jade started a Catholic homeschooling conference. Thank you, Jade, for joining me today on Ladies of LifeSite. Thank you, Stella, for having me. I'm so excited to talk about homeschooling um, and just unpacking that a little bit more with you. Awesome. I'm excited as well. Starting off, I just wanted to ask you, what is the main reason you decide to homeschool? And have you always homeschooled all 13 of your kids? Um, so we initially had our kids in a brick and mortar school. And after, um, so we had a fourth grader, my daughter was in fourth grade, my son was third, and then we added a first grader. And the social influences that the other kids had with our children were more adult in content. And this is like 16 years ago. And, and I just wasn't comfortable. I wanted to preserve their innocence um, as best as I could, during, especially during the formative years. And so we decided after that first year, um, or not, I guess I call it the first year because we were living in Pennsylvania at the time. We had just moved my husband's residency. You know, we have, we have quite, a, quite a story, but um, we were first year at this school and just decided that this wasn't for us, but I never had homeschooling in my game plan, was never on my radar, was not something I was even interested in knowing about. But I started talking to other people because I needed an option. And, um, and I became a friend with somebody who was um, very well versed in the online public schools. And so she had talked me into trying that. And I thought, okay, you know what? Um, Pennsylvania is more of a legal, uh, they have more stricter legal um, or laws rather than um, other states. And so I didn't wanna make a mistake. I'd never did this before. And so we enrolled our kids in a public online school. And, um, Funny story is um, I decided to do this and end of um, August of that year, um, we start getting these boxes in the mail and um, of computers and books. And I'm not tech savvy. And my husband, you know, at this point was gone on a rotation for a month away and I found out I was pregnant. So that was my introduction to homeschooling. So I would say if, if um, you know, because parents will say to me, oh, I can never do it. I said, if I can do it, you could do it. <laughs> and so, so we just decided that, you know, it was a cross that we wanted to um, take on because of our children's souls. And we felt that um, that was of utmost importance. And um, we, we figured that um, we could figure out the academic side of things. And, um, and so, yeah, that, that's our, that's our start to homeschooling. And, you know, we aren't the cookie cutter homeschool family. We um, have done, as I said, public online school, private online school. We've done traditional homeschooling where you, you get your own curriculum and you form, form your lesson plans yourself. We've done specific curriculum. We've done unschooling. And so I've done, ran the gamut. As you mentioned, you know, I've been homeschooling a lot of years and, um, and I have a lot of experience in, in all different types of homeschooling. Jade, what does your day-to-day look like? How do you structure your day with so many kids and having them, or most of them at home to homeschool? How do you, what do you, how do you structure your day? Um, that actually kind of makes me smirk when you ask me about that. Um, my days um, start with a cup of coffee. So my husband and I have been married for 27 years. And in those years, I've always gotten up and made coffee in the morning. And we have that. Um, 
after that, the kids are trickling in. It's, you know, depending on the, the year and how, if I have a baby or if I have a toddler or, um, or what, whoever's in the household, um, really the, the youngest determines the day. So we, right now we have a toddler and she kind of influences our day. She sets the tone. And um, so we like to have everybody up by eight and get some breakfast. Sometimes it's simpler, sometimes it's more elaborate. And then, um, you know, homeschooling is beautiful. It offers that flexibility that you can, you know, your start time isn't, you know, rigid, which is, which is great, especially when you have a lot of kids and different personalities. Um, our day-to-day -day definitely does include, you know, your daily chores, academic expectations for the child for that day, and then your play and social time. And so, you know, it's pretty much organized chaos. That's my homeschool life. <laughs> Um, so as the children get older, I know you have one that's a toddler, you have some in college. How does home, the homeschooling process change as a whole as the children grow up? Um, so definitely it changes due to the um, academic content, of course, and, you know, their maturity levels and, and things like that. Um, I think as they get older, homeschooling gets more challenging for parents, especially and students. Um, I think that, you know, at least for our family, since we have so many children, I, you know, I could be in a first grade teaching a first grader how to read and then I'm pulled away for chemistry. And, you know, for that's not easy for, for anyone, much less um, someone that, you know, my background isn't chemistry. So I'm asked about a formula. I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> okay, hang on a second. Um, so so that's, that is definitely a challenge. Um, but, you know, how I've overcome those challenges is I've utilized helps throughout my homeschool career. So we, you know, enroll, we've enrolled the kids in tech classes. Um, we've had tutors. We've had group science classes with experiments. Um, we've um, sent them to independent classes at the local schools. And so um, I've noticed probably the biggest difference in homeschooling um, the kids as they've gotten older is probably the boys have pushed away from me. Um, the most and I've kind of gotten that um, um, I don't want to say tension but they're just they're pulling away from mom and that's that's a normal very very normal thing to do and what it actually has led us to do is utilize um, schooling outside of the household um, we have actually two that are in the brick and mortar high school right now because it just wasn't working I was pregnant with my 13th child and I was you know faced with you know, the homeschooling was it going to be five or six kids. And I was just like, honey, I think we need to kind of have a different, different option here. And so we did put, um, they're in high school, they're doing fine. It's, it's going good. Um, but I, I think that's the biggest thing. It's really, you know, as the kids get older, if they're not independent learners, they need to get an education. Um, and I think people will look at homeschoolers as we don't educate our kids, you know, and, um, and I'd say academic excellence is, is important to my husband and I, he's a physician. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Luckily, I'm fortunate to do that. But um, that's important. Uh, of course, you know, we're Catholic, so their, their, their faith is probably the biggest priority, or not probably, it is definitely the biggest priority. And so um, continuing to educate them with that. But I, we feel that if you give the kids a good foundation when they're young, there can be other options when they get older. Because if they're challenged, you know, in high school, as you, you know, you're in college, you know, it's, it's a difficult world out there to, to maintain your faith. And, um, and, but if they have a good foundation and good morals, we feel that they'll hopefully make good decisions. Yeah, for sure. Um, we touched on a little bit how you have two in high school, a public high school, or is it Catholic high school or public high school? 
Catholic high school. Um, but you also ha- did homeschool most of them or all of them for a- at least part of their life. Yes. Many people worry about the social aspect of homeschool and, and making sure their children are getting enough social interaction. How have you combated that with your kids and making sure, I mean, you have 13, so you practically have half of a classroom in your home. <laughs> um, but still, you, you want them to interact with other people that aren't just their family. So how, how have you combated that? Um, yeah, I definitely think that social, you know, aspect is, is definitely important. And that's one thing as homeschoolers, we're always asked about. Um, I think sometimes we're over scrutinized because of it, because like you said, you know, our kids do interact with the family in, in that, in all the different ages, but, and parents, um, you know, are obviously going to offer, um, social, you know, um, interactions with the kids, but how we've combated it is having the kids in groups. There's co-ops out there. There's, um, you know, academic and social organized sports groups. There's, there's so many different things. Little Flowers, the Blue Knights, those are good Catholic groups for boys and girls. I don't know if you've heard of those before. So there's, there's many groups and it's, it's gotten easier over the years to connect with other homeschool parents because of social media and because of being able to find them. Essentially, when I first started, it was, you know, you went to your church or your, your women that you met at the park and you, you know, or maybe somebody you heard was homeschooling. So then you tried to get together with them. And um, I actually, you know, in the beginning, I started a co-op because I wanted my kids to get together with other kids. And so, you know, for me, I, I'm, I'm kind of a go-getter in that regard. I want to provide those opportunities for my children. And so it's really, you know, it's, it's, it's per the family. I mean, there's some families that don't need as much social interaction. I feel like they're more, you know, um, I don't want to say they're more academic, but they're more maybe intellectual and quiet and they maybe need a little bit less, but I know most parents offer music lessons with for their kids and art lessons and things like that. And so again, going back to the flexibility of homeschooling, I mean, you can offer your kids so many things and, and it doesn't have to be really expensive. When we first started, we were so poor. We couldn't sometimes go to different things because we, um, our budget was so small. If it has been a residency, I mean, your, your budget is, is very small. And so um, you just have to make opportunities for yourself, I guess. And that's, that's what we've done. And as they got older, we did allow them, like I mentioned before, um, to be in high school sports because the, the, pub, the public schools, for the most part, allow your kids to participate in the public um, the sports. And then um, we've also, my daughter, she actually started taking some classes. She had to go halftime at the high school so she could play softball. <laughs> so she took a couple of classes at the high school and did some online classes through uh, the public school system so she could be in softball. So, so you just have to provide those opportunities for your children. Right, right. That's great to hear. What do you think are the biggest benefits and downsides of homeschooling in general for you and for the kids? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um Benefits, I think, are definitely flexibility and um, the parental control over curriculum. I think that this is so important, especially now. Um, so, you, you know, those formative years, as I mentioned before, it's important to have that foundation for your children. And so um, instilling those Catholic values or Christian values, those morals, so your children can make good decisions as they go out in the world. Um, that, that I think is a huge benefit to home. You can infuse your whole homeschool day, um, with, you know, your, your Catholic, um, teaching throughout the day. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just kind of infused in everything. It's just that culture, the Catholic culture that, you know, you want in, in those Catholic schools too. But, um, 
that unfortunately we're not seeing. But um, and with with the state of the world right now, I think that that's even more important and protecting their innocence. And so, um, but I would say the downside, I would suppose, of homeschooling is is going back to that social aspect. You know, you feel isolated sometimes, especially if you're new to homeschooling. Um, or if you know you just had a baby, it's it's like new moms. New moms can be very isolated as well, or moms with toddlers because you're just kind of quote stuck. Um, and so um, you you just have to overcome those things. And I think you know that's why you mentioned the conference before. Um, we can talk more about that later. But that's why I wanted to connect people. I I've been homeschooling for a lot a lot of years, and I'm getting older now. My oldest daughter's 26, and we have two grandchildren. And I hope for her that she can continue to connect with people. And so she's never feels like she's alone in the world. Cause that's, you know, I mean, COVID, everybody knows what that feels like. It's, it's a very daunting and lonely, um, lonely place to be on your own, not knowing what to do. Mm -hmm, for sure. Have you seen a rise in the number of people homeschooling? I mean, I feel like just myself from talking to you and talking to other moms, it definitely seems like a lot of people are making that switch and they're starting to homeschool their kids. Have you seen that rise? And why do you think that is? Um, I definitely have seen the rise in the last, I mean, ever since we started homeschooling, I've seen an increase in, in homeschoolers, especially in recent years. And I think that, um, you know, COVID really brought to the forefront the wokeness that is going on in the world right now. And this sense of, um, I, I, I don't know. We're so upside down. We're worrying, instead of working about academics, we're worrying about the immoral side of things and we're focused on emotion and feeling. And um, parents are really had to see this when these screens were brought home, these kids are being taught through the computer by their teachers. They were realizing what their children were learning. They just had trusted your lo their local school boards and their local school districts and their teachers because they, they, you know, they just thought, well, kids aren't bringing anything home that rises any, um, any flags, everything's hunky-dory. And then they started realizing what was being taught. And some of them, I know personally, some that brought their kids home because of that. And, and I think um, it, that that's an important thing. And, and also, I think that, um, you know, parents are realizing that they want to have control of what their kids are learning. And so that's another thing. Um, my husband ran for school board. We're, we have no kids in the school district. I mean, we have school, kids in the school district, no kids in the public school, but he ran for um, school board because it is important to be involved in your community. And these kids are all gonna be working with our kids, going to school, you know, in the colleges and whatnot with all of our kids, our future cities and countries gonna be run by these kids. So parents really need to be involved, but, um, Going back to what you said, yes, rise in homeschooling out of necessity of protecting your ch our children, I think has really been on the rise. Um, I think that, um, again, preserving innocence, um, giving that moral foundation because our freedoms are being taken away as we saw with COVID so quickly, um, the mandates came down, we were stuck at home and people, these kids have been indoctrinated from the time they've been um, and pretty much, you know, three months out of the womb, they're in daycare, and then they're in the public school system, you know, from pre-K and whatnot, and they're being indoctrinated, and the deterioration of academics has gone down in this, I mean, it, it, deterioration has happened, the, you know, academic excellence has gone down, I think we're, we're too worried about other things and not focus on, on the important things, and so I think that is what's caused parents to get 
to homeschool their own kids and also definitely get more involved in the school school district. I know um, as a side in our in Wausau, Wisconsin, we had um, our school board got turned over to all um, conservatives in the last two years or three years um, wow, because of what great. was going on. And our county board or city council, they're all getting changed because people are waking up and realizing they need yeah. to be involved. Yeah, um, it's funny. My I went to public school all through elementary school, middle school, high school. My brother is still uh, in high school, public high school. He's a junior. He texted my family yesterday, actually, and he said um, it was like 9 a.m. He was like, there's 13 people in my classroom. So imagine all 13 of your kids. <laughs> and out of all of them, he was the only person that stood up that morning to say to stood up and said the Pledge of Allegiance when they came on the intercom and said the Pledge of Allegiance. The only person. And I was thinking back to when I was in high school. I mean, we were, everyone stood up. You were expected to do that. And I, you can just yes. see that there's been a huge decline in the way um, public school is being run and what's being taught. It's horrible. I would agree with that. Nationalism is, is hated upon now. Where we used to be proud to be Americans, now we have to feel guilty about it. I mean, that could be a whole nother podcast, you know, talking about honestly what's going on in the country, but I think it does start at home and it's so important that, you know, as a family unit, we stick together and we, we practice our faith and we teach our kids the morals and, you know, and you know, that the Catholic church calls for us to be, um, to be the sole you know, sole responsibility for the education of our children, whether that means they're in a public school or parochial school or at home, we need to be involved and we need to know what's going on and we need to steer that. And it's important for the whole country that we're involved or we won't have any freedoms left. Yeah, agree. I mean, yeah, it's crazy the way school has changed in general. I mean, I'm going back when I was in public school, there definitely wasn't any sense of faith because it, it was public school. But then I even went off to college and I went to a Jesuit university and it really wasn't any better. I, I actually, it might have been worse. Um, just the all of the wokeness that the teachers are bringing in. And I mean, some of these teachers in public school are actually just forced to teach it now. So it's it's really bad. And I personally do, do I think that it's a result of this is why a lot of people are changing to homeschooling is because of all of this wokeness. Is that what you think as well? I know you touched on it a little bit. I definitely think so. I think that um, I would say over half of this country is actually, I hate the word wokeness because I feel like the people that actually yeah. have the information and knowledge and have, have dug to find the truth are the woke ones. So I think we're using that word wrongly. You know what I'm saying? They say they're woke, yeah, this left, sure. you know, left group. And I think they're smaller then they're just louder. And I, we, as you know, conservatives, we need to be louder. We need to be educated. We need to search for the truth and not sit back and be behind our screens zoned out to whatever, you know, the news is telling us we need to, we, and, you know, you mentioned you're at the Jesuit university. I have kids in the, in the um, public university. And luckily my kids have a good foundation because the stuff they tell me that is going on in school no wonder why this country is a mess. They, yes, it's just, I mean, you know, you're, you lived it. So and, and you're right in the Jesuits, sometimes those Catholic universities. So where we have two kids in Catholic school. Um, it, it's sometimes worse to put your kids in a Catholic setting because they're, you go into public setting, you already know that you're not going to get the faith or you're going to get some weird, whatever it is, some, some version of 
the truth. But if you put yourself in a Catholic setting, you expect to hear the truth. And when you don't hear it, that can be very confusing and misleading for um, youth, young people. So lucky for you that you actually were educated and, you know, had your eyes wide open, you could figure it out and you're, you know, a thinker um, because we, we aren't thinking, we, we aren't debating, we're hating. And it's, um, it, I used to have, my best friend in high school was a Democrat and I was a Republican. And we did not agree on so many things, but we were best friends. I mean, what does that tell you? Now, now if you disagree with someone, you hate them or you have privilege or all these things. My kids have gotten so, so much slack. And my husband and I both came from, um, you know, dairy farms. His mom was a single mom, you know, in all, in all likeness, he should have been aborted because, you know, the, the future was not bright and he overcame and he's an orthopedic surgeon. And, you know, we worked tooth and nail. My kids, you know, throughout the whole process, as we got married, you know, 27 years ago, we, we um, had kids throughout. We trusted in God. He provided for us and um, gave us opportunities and we took them, we worked hard. And this country, kids don't wanna work hard. They've, they've um, decided that laziness is the way to go. And it's, you know, the government's giving them handouts and, you know, the government never gives anything for free. <laughs> and so- Never, nothing's ever free. No, exactly. People don't seem to understand that anymore. Nothing comes free in life. No, and the youth, yeah. you youth are the light. You know, you really um, need to be educated and, and be the leaders. Um, and hopefully we'll turn things around, but yes, it's definitely, I think why parents are homeschooling is because they want to give the kids the truth. We have rewritten history in the, in the public schools, not all public schools, but how can you rewrite history? I mean, we're lying to our children because, because we're deciding that we want to have a different narrative. I mean, that, that's not okay. This critical race theory is not okay. These things that are being taught in these schools. It's not okay. This LBGTQ that should not even be taught in schools. Sexuality at the younger ages does not need to be taught. I mean, parents are sickened as, and you know, and those are some of the reasons why people are pulling their kids out of school is because um, if they can't get on the school boards and change the schools, then they are pulling them out so they can have, you know, teach that those things that they used to be taught when I was a kid, they couldn't even talk about that stuff. Your parents had to teach you about that. I mean, high school was touched on, but um, now it's become so backwards. Look at Florida, the law in Florida and how every, Buddy was an uprising because of little babies. They wanted to talk. I mean, K through what was it? K through third grade. They wanted to talk about yeah. adult issues. Come on. Yeah, I I agree. You really have to have some sense of like morals, and you really have to be raised in a household that teaches you right from wrong. Because otherwise, people will go off to public high school or college, and even if you're going to a Jesuit college like myself people are out of their minds. I mean, their beliefs and the way they're forcing and shoving things down your throat, it's horrible. So you have to have your own set of morals and know right from wrong. Otherwise, you will become one of them. And I've seen that with so many people I know. I mean, like, they just never had a good background in high school and they were never taught um, what's right and what's wrong. And then they get to college or they grow older and everything, they just become a liberal, they become a Democrat and... Um, they think that everything is horrible and um, we need to go with the flow of what's going on in the world. It's just completely wrong. So, um, yeah, thank you for touching on that. Yeah, they usually guilt. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the compassionate ones they hit the hardest. The people that have a heart and they've been, you know, they're the ones that they, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. So, 
so hopefully we will make change by teaching our children morals and if that be at home or sending them to school and they have a nuclear family unit at home that's important as well um and if you do send them off that you the foundation and the faith is just so important yeah, yeah. but i mean it also goes to show why homeschooling has become so important as well i mean this is why people are switching to homeschooling they don't want their kids to be indoctrinated with all the stuff that the, the public schools and even the catholic schools are teaching now that is just so wrong i completely agree i i think and, and parents need to take back control of what's going on and it's really our responsibility and I think that we're finally waking up to realize that we've kind of let things go too long and we need to as a whole um, take back our responsibility and teach our children those not only academic excellence because I, I truly think that our schools aren't even doing that but also um, like you mentioned the morals and um, the right from wrong and faith. Without faith, so many kids are lost. I know my kids have had so many different friends and people come through in and out of our house. They're just little lost souls. They have, you know, they don't have a, uh, a family unit that's strong. They don't know, as you mentioned, you know, they, they, they don't, they weren't taught a structure. And so it's important that we do, I feel like homeschooling has become a necessity. Now, if you can find your, you know, your diamond in the rough, your, your, your classical school out there, we have a couple that are great and they actually are teaching actual true Catholic values. I think that's an option. And, you know, and, and I mentioned my two boys are in a brick and mortar Catholic school. There's nothing um, of what we mentioned being taught in that school. Now it's not a Catholic culture, I wouldn't say, but it's not being infused with um, all the wokeness and the LBGTQ and, and that type of thing. So I'm keeping a close eye on that. Um, and we have good conversation. Um, that's, that's another beauty to homeschooling. The relationships I have with my kids, I never would have had if they were away all day. I, I'm so fortunate to have good relationships. And I don't mean friendships with the young kids because I really don't think you can become friends with your kids until they become adults or they're in college. Because I have, now my, my girls that are graduated in, um, in college or out of college, um, I'm definitely very good friends with, but my younger kids, you know, friendship isn't really an option at that point as a role as a parent. I think you, you need to have, be an authoritative figure. I mean, you, you, I, we had at our, at our homeschool conference, um, we had a psychologist speak and he's a homeschool dad for, I think he's done for like 24 years. And he was speaking about homeschooling and, you know, reprimanding children having structure. And he said, have bookends bookends of love. You start with, I love you. You, you give them the strictness in the middle and then you end with the, the love. And I think that's just beautiful, you know, and, um, and I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but I just think that's beautiful advice. You know, you're home with your, maybe because I'm just thinking about homeschooling, like homeschooling is, is a difficult thing. You're with your kids day in and day out, but, um, but you know, the forming the relationships, that's why I was mentioning. So yeah, forming the relationships with your kids, you get to know them. You, they, they share things with you. Um, uh, and, and you just, you know, when something's wrong, you know, you, the kids nowadays are so lost and they're committing suicide at such a high rate and they're feeling isolated. And I, I feel like, you know, they don't have relationships with their parents. They don't have proper relationships, you know, with social media with, and that's another thing with homeschool, you can limit that exposure as well. Social media can be a great thing and it offers for homeschoolers. It offers great access to many resources. At the same time, it can really be, you know, um, a very bad thing that you welcome into your home. 
And, you know, we've, we've had struggles with different things. We're not, we're not apart from, um, you know, kids falling or have, you know, making mistakes, but because they're home and because you're keeping an eye on things, you can deal with those things appropriately and help kids, you know, work through those issues. Or even if it's not an issue, just things that they come across or, you know, different sinful things that can come through on the, um, on the internet. So, um, so I think again, homeschooling is, it has so many benefits really. And the biggest challenge with, with being isolated is really just community. And, um, you know, it's funny because Hillary Rodden Clinton, who I cannot stand, she said, um, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, I don't know that. I think her interpretation <laughs> of that was far wrong. However, I do feel like it does take, we're human, we're social. We want to be around other, you know, you know, like-minded people. And we want to share. My kids will be like, yeah, we're the weirdos. We homeschool, you know, cause that was what the, you know, the, um, what, what do we call it? The label that they were given for homeschooling. It's becoming a lot less now because more people are homeschooling, um, which is a nice thing. But um, otherwise they always felt like the odd ducks in the room and it made them stronger which is good, um, but it was definitely not a socially acceptable thing, especially when we first started homeschooling. Right, yeah, that's funny. Thank you for sharing all that. Where do you, Jade, where do you see homeschool, ho, sorry, where do you see homeschooling going in the future? Is that like in advancements and curriculum, that kind of thing? Sure, um, I think there's much room for growth and accessibility. As I mentioned, there's a lot with, with um, you know, social media and the internet and whatnot. You can access um, a lot of resources. Um, my concern I see is the freedom to homeschool. Um, I think it's so important for parents to preserve our, our right of homeschooling. Um, if you look at Pennsylvania where I lived and you look at Wisconsin, um, Pennsylvania is a highly legislated state when it comes to homeschooling. You have to hire an evaluator to go through your your um, curriculum, you have to hand it into the school district and get it approved. And, um, you know, that sounds all well and good to the lay person. But when you're an actual homeschooler, you know, each child is very individual. And um, each child's learning um, abilities are different. So if you have an evaluator that doesn't agree with you, she may say, well, you didn't do enough. You know, this child, I'm a parent, I, I think that I should be able to determine whether or not my child is getting what they need or not. And um, in the state of Wisconsin, all you have to do is file a form saying you are homeschooling. And I think that that is beautiful because yes, there will be still children that fall through the track, I mean, cracks, like there is everywhere, but um, it doesn't happen very often. And um, I think we need to preserve that freedom. Um, as we saw, again, I mentioned COVID before, but, but we had safety taken, I mean, our freedoms taken away under the guise of safety and fear so quickly. And if um, with, with the growth of homeschooling and so many more people getting involved, um, it, it's going to be important for parents to continue to preserve their, um, their right to homeschool without governmental controls. I think that, you know, that's, that's just really important. Um, I think that um, we are fortunate to have the tech schools, the local high schools work with us, online resources, as I mentioned. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's gonna grow. I think that there's gonna be change because I think the public school system in general, there's some good public schools out there probably, but in general, they have they've taken into this wokeness, this 
um, immoral culture. So I think that there's going to be more and more parents that are choosing to homeschool and um, realizing. So COVID did another interesting thing. It, it showed parents that, hey, I can homeschool. Yes, it's probably difficult, but this is something that, you know, my in my life, I didn't think, and they enjoyed spending time with their kids and they got to, you know, interact with them. And I think some of them just, some parents I ran into, they just, that part of it was, I'm missing these years. Like I'm sending my kid off to school at six in the morning and I don't see them after sports and everything. I don't see them till six or seven at night. They're missing years of their children's lives. And so I think, you know, and, and with the accessibility of all these, you know, co-ops and um, sports groups and things like that, I think parents are going to realize, hey, you know, homeschooling can be a lifestyle that we can and we can live and still, you know, do the other things that we are doing in our lives. And I know parents that work full time in homeschool. Now, that sounds funny, but they do it and they don't have a choice. These particular parents I'm talking about don't have a choice. You know, they're financially, it's, it's just not an option for them not to work. Um, I think that we, we could live below our means. Um, and so I think that um, homeschooling could probably be um, for more people than they think sometimes if they're, you know, working full time or whatever. Um, but so, yeah, I see, I see homeschooling growing in the future. I just am concerned that we are going to, we need to hang on to our, our parental rights and, and not let the government get too involved. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's, you and I both know there's a lot of freedoms that we're trying to preserve as American people. Um, so homeschooling is definitely one of them. Yes. Um, lastly, Jade, I wanted you to touch on your homeschooling conference in Wisconsin. How I know it's a Catholic homeschooling conference. How did you start that? What inspired you? Tell us about that. Okay. Um, thanks for mentioning the conference. Um, it's, I started it two years ago. It's funny because I was, I was actually in the shower. It was funny. I was praying, you know, like, Lord, I, um, I just, I want to do something more. I want to, I want to get, you know, get support. I want to, I want to do something. And it just came to me, let's do a conference. And, and I was like, wow, do you think I could really do that? And so, um, you know, I, I prayed and I asked our lady, you know, to intercede for me. And so I just, I, I took a leap of faith and I was like, okay, we'll start, we'll start small. Um, we started Our Lady Queen of All Saints Homeschool Conference. Um, like I said, two years ago, we, we planned it in about a month and a half, our first conference, which is kind of funny. We had um, 35, about 40 attendees and, you know, two speakers and some breakout sessions. And it was great. This year was our second year. We had, um, we had some speakers again. We have a homeschool um, book sale and used book sale. We had some vendors there. And we had about 50 attendees. Um, it, it was it was great. I it, what the beauty of it was all the feedback I got was positive, and people said thank you so much because we can be with other homeschool parents. We can share ideas. I'm not alone in this, and it just made me so inspired to continue to have one um, because um, I feel like that that support from other, I, and I've said this probably, you know, several times throughout the, the, the podcast, but it's just that support from other families, other moms, is just a very important thing for, for parents and, you know, um, and children. And um, I want to mention, I chose the, the title of Our Lady um, Queen of All Saints, because we as Catholics, we know that our job as mothers and fathers is to raise our little saints, and that they'll grow into um, nurturers of God's will, and hopefully meet us in heaven someday. And we can definitely um, use the intercession of Our Lady. So I thought, what more perfect name than Our Lady Queen of All Saints? Um, 
so yeah, so um, hopefully this next year we're, we're securing a venue and hopefully we'll get um, some bigger speakers. And so yeah, it's, it's, it's been, um, it's, it's been a really positive thing and getting, getting other homeschool parents together. Yeah, that's great that you were able to start that up, and it seems like it's growing slowly every single year, which is amazing. So um, congratulations on all of that. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you, Jade, for joining me on Ladies of LifeSite today. It was a pleasure to have you come on and talk about homeschooling and all that you are doing for your kids and for the community to enhance homeschooling. So thank you very much. Thank you, Stella, for having me. I appreciate it. And, you know, anybody that's interested in our, um, our homeschool conference, we'll be updating it, but we have a Facebook page and we have a website. And so, um, so I just, I want to be there to encourage other parents to homeschool. You can do it like, cause I can do it with our, with our Lord, you know, a Christ at the center. We can do anything. Thank you, Jade. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Stella. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Ladies of LifeSite. I'm your host, Stella Moore, and I'll be back next week with another episode. Be sure to subscribe to our email list so you know when the next episode goes live. You can also subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. For questions and comments, please email ladiesoflifesite at ladies at We would love to hear from you. I hope you have a great week. <laughs>